Hi, Jenna. Hello, Tosh. How are you? I am great. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you. And I'm even more excited because starting this Saturday, August the 8th, it's the Rising Tide Festival. This is so exciting. This is one of the most fascinating, fabulous festivals that happen in the Fundy region. It's just, there's so much going on. And I love that it's in so many different places like the Albert County Museum and the Crooked Creek Lookout and White Rock Recreation Center. It's fantastic. Yeah. And the best part, family friendly and free. You gotta love free. And not to mention, this year, there are virtual performances. Anyone, anywhere can tune in and enjoy fantastic music coming right from Funding National Park. Yeah, this is too cool. There's music, there's sea caves, there's biking, there's beer. Huh? Huh? <laughs> All things we love. Yeah, you cannot go wrong with anything in this festival. That is so true. And if folks want to follow along, find out more about these free events or the virtual ones, just head to the Facebook page for the Rising Tide Festival. Hello, and welcome to episode eight of the Staycation Summer Series, an exploration of New Brunswick. I'm Jenna Morton. And I'm Tosh Taylor. And each week this summer, we're inviting a new guest to the show to share their love of this province. We have met some of the best local ambassadors from around New Brunswick. We've listened to their tips for what to see and do, where to stay and eat, and just what there is to love about their community. So today we head to the northwest of the province and welcome Toby Perry to the podcast. She's the tourism and event coordinator for the town of Woodstock. Welcome to the Pickle Planet Staycation Summer Series. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Yeah, I am so excited for this episode because I think your area is one of the most underrated, under stood misunderstood areas of the province especially for people i think down here in like the southern part of it where we are i think you guys we forget how much fantastic stuff there is so we are so excited for you to tell us all about woodstock woodstock was actually founded in 1856 so we've kind of taken the tagline as new brunswick's first town um compared to new brunswick oldest town <laughs> we wanted to be first um, so we have a lot of great historical buildings um, located in our downtown, uh, residential and commercial. Uh, we actually have a heritage walking tour, which is all self-guided. So you can either go to our website and pick up uh, a copy of the guide, or we have them at the town office at 824 Main Street or at the Air Motor Center at 105 Connell Park Road. Also downtown, we have a kiosk that uh, has those in it as well. So um, it'll, there's, it'll take you probably about 45 minutes um, to do the heritage tour. And uh, it starts at Connell House um, and it ends at the L.P. Fisher Public Library. So um, those are both historical buildings that are, are prominent in our town. Um, Connell House being home to the Carlton County Historical Society but it also has its own story behind it because the Honorable Charles Connell lived in this house. And at the time, he was a postmaster who put his own face on a stamp instead of the queen. Um, actually, those were destroyed, but we, there, there are a few copies that are around and Connell House actually has a copy of the stamp. Oh, um, the LP, yeah, so it's, 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 and Connell House has all kinds of different things um, in it that you can explore. Obviously, though, because of the situation we're in this summer, um, they're not uh, able to 
see the upstairs due to there's only one way in and one way out. If anyone's interested in seeing Connell House and the veranda and stuff, they, it's all by appointment. But the other location is the L.P. Fisher Public Library. So L.P. Fisher, Lewis Peter Fisher, was the first mayor of the town when it was incorporated. Um, and he was the mayor for 24 years. And when he died, he left money to the town. So there was four buildings that were uh, established. And the L.P. Fisher Public Library, which also has an addition to it known as the Thompson Center, was left to the town. So that building is over 100 years old. They celebrated their 100th anniversary a few years ago. And that's where our library is. And also where you can get um, do some genealogy and story time and all kinds of different things. So those are very two important buildings that are in our, our town that uh, have been preserved and have activities that go on, on, in, on them. And then we have, of course, we have great festivals. Um, we have what's known as the Dooryard Arts Festival, and it's, this would have been its 10th year. They bring in all kinds of different genres of music, um, usually for a three-day festival. And then this week actually would have been um, what is known as our Old Home Week, which is in its 65th year, um, which brings in agricultural activities, also a midway, um, home to the Miss New Brunswick pageant. Of course, well, we have lawnmower races and all those, all those great activities that you can do as a family. but again, due, due to COVID-19 that everyone says, um, those activities aren't happening this year. So I guess coming to Woodstock, not only the history part, but the nature part of it. So um, we have great trails. Um, not only is there a waterfront access uh, for if you want to come and bring your kayak and that sort of thing, we have two rivers, the St. John River and the Meduxicade that meet in our downtown. And there are a few trails that connect that way, but there's also the Meduxicade Nature Preserve, which is a heritage, or sorry, preserved um, nature. And they have like seven or eight different trails out there. They're all color coded and they're all, uh, the difficulty's all different, but we have a lot of people that have been visiting the nature part of that this year. We have different bed and breakfast in different hotels and uh, two, campgrounds one located in town and one outside the town so i guess coming to woodstock we offer a variety of activities um, a variety of places for for all different walks of life i mean it sounds like somewhere right up my alley but first and foremost i need to know more about the stamp story oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's one of the best stories i think i think that is one of the like just iconic New Brunswick stories. I, I feel like that story just epitomizes what I think of New Brunswick. These people who are just like, I am doing this. Yeah. Like, and then, but then it somehow becomes this like humble forgotten thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is so New Brunswick to me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we do have a uh, gentleman, Char Honorable Charles Connell. I just want to make sure that I get it all yeah, like, I guess my thought was like, do we know why he did it? And and then what was the reason? Because he could. Because yeah. he could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, I, I don't believe he stayed in his position of power much no, longer after that no, happened. That was the repercussions in my memory. <laughs> um, yeah, took it a little far. <laughs> yeah. And like, 
the story is that it was the stamps that he collected um, were all to be burnt, I believe, right here in the, in the back of, of his residence or in the postmaster, whatever sort of thing. And so that's why, I mean, obviously, if you put your face on a stamp, you are going to you're going to keep a few. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah. So that it. And then you got the whole Connell line that continues on and the history and that sort of thing. And actually, Charles Connell and L.P. Fisher were um, related, like their families are intertwined and all that sort of thing. So that that history in itself is just is so interesting to for, for our community. I can't remember the number offhand, but I remember just recently reading about him and the stamps and those few that did survive are worth like several thousand dollars now yes. these yes, you know it yeah. was supposed to be what like a five cent stamp or whatever right. Right. and now it's like thousands of dollars <laughs> right. if you can okay. yeah i guess that's because... what happens when you put your face on a stamp a <laughs> hundred years later you're you're that famous <laughs> i want my face on a stamp yeah cool. <laughs> tell us about some of the other kind of iconic things that are, are in your region well, in our region, obviously, we live in the agricultural belt of New Brunswick, um, we like to call ourselves. So we are closely connected with the town of Heartland, the town of Florenceville, Bristol, and the village of Perth Andover. So if you're coming to Woodstock, um, we have great things, but you can also visit the local, I mean, you're within 30 minutes. Um, there's uh, the Covered Ridge Potato Chip Factory, Moonshine Creek, um, which are both at the same exit, and then in right off the highway, right off the highway, <laughs> yeah. And, and then in Florenceville, you have Potato World and the Shagamok, um, and then they have uh, actually in their Andrew and Laura McCain gallery, they just put up a new sculpture outside. And the further you go up the river, like the, everything is tied to the river. Like in Perth Andover, they have their waterfront where you can rent kayaks and, and uh, dock your boat and all that sort of thing. So everything we have in the region, which we've, we've worked in the past few years to market ourselves that way is that everything is close by. So, um, there's so many things that I think we underappreciate because we're so used to it. Yes. And now this year, everyone's has been, wow, I didn't know that existed. Or when did they put that there? It's been there for 10 years. <laughs> Have you not noticed? So, <laughs> and they've all done so well with outside visitors that now I, I hope they're doing well with people who are, who are from New Brunswick and who are from the region or who are, who are going and, and seeing what we have. I have uh, read an article earlier this week that tourism from New Brunswickers in New Brunswick is up for the first time in That's... years and years and years and years, which is awesome. So if you had family coming from another part of the province to come visit you, where are you taking them? Well, um, it all depends on what their interests are, but obviously uh, here in our region, um, if they were into the art scene, we have Creek Village Gallery, which is downtown here in Woodstock. Um, and then we have a lot of artisans that have some shops outside uh, in the rural community. And of course, the Andrew and Laura McCain Art Gallery. But then there's the people who are uh, maybe on the nature side or the people that are on the heritage side or the people who you know want to go have a good meal. We have a lot of great restaurants, some of them that have been nationally recognized. So it all, yeah, it all depends on exactly what they want to do here in our area. But I mean, in New Brunswick, 
this past weekend, uh, my family just discovered New River Beach. Mm-hmm. I said, why have we never been here before? <laughs> and so it was, it was absolutely amazing. You know, these, these little things that I think our lives get so busy. And in the summertime, we feel we have such a short window between vacation and doing all these other things. And if you have activities that your children are in, that you don't realize what our province is capable of, of ha- that we've had all along. And, we, mm-hmm. and like I say, we just have all newly discovered these things. You mentioned something there that I think a lot of people haven't been talking about a lot, at least in the things I've been reading and seeing in circles, is that I think it's really that shift in activities this summer that is helping New Brunswickers get out so much more, right? Because, you know, everyone has their one or two week vacation. Well, people didn't suddenly get more vacation time from work, but because everything else has slowed down, I think people are making more of those day trips and those weekend trips than they used to. And it really is making, I think, such an impact for all of us to discover these little areas. There's a lot of camping that I think is happening this year too, right? Like so many people are, are getting on board with camping and that's definitely oh, something yeah. in the Woodstock area that, that people could do. Um, why don't you tell us about a couple, the two campgrounds that you have? So um, there's Connell Park uh, Campground, which is right here uh, in Connell Park. Um, you know, it's close to the Air Motor Center and of course a playground and all the ball fields and all that sort of thing. Antworth family is the family who operate it. Um, and it's a nice large open area. They actually, this past weekend, they just installed new, uh, little pot pot for their campers. And, you know, you're, it's interesting cause you're close to town. Now you actually, you're right in the heart of town, but it feels like you're in an outside area because it's so open and grassy and, you know, there's trees and stuff around, but you really are right in the center of a residential area. Which is awesome because then you're you convenience of everything around you too, right? right? Yeah. Um, it's it's interesting because some of the people who have campers in there, uh, I have a friend who ha- has is a seasonal camper and he lives like two minutes the way the crow flies, <laughs> and he loves it. So shout out to you, Chris. <laughs> Our other one, of course, is Jellystone Park, and if anyone has ever been there with a young family, it is amazing. Um, the activities that they have that go on there daily. Um, there are a few things that have changed, obviously, this year. But Peter and Janet Clark have been doing this for 30 years. I went there as a child camping. And they just, like, it's such a family-oriented. Um, you ne- And, of course, you get to see characters, Yogi Bear and Boo Boo and, and all those guys. And, and you sing songs and, and you play chocolate bar bingo and, and like, it, it's memories that are my kids who are who are 15 and 18 years old like they remember going there when 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 they were little and playing chocolate bar bingo and winning like a hundred chocolate bars oh so yeah <laughs> yeah that did stand out <laughs> you know and they, they like we're, we're just so fortunate to have have these two two great summer amenities in our community um because you know what we have people who also, you know, go, go and visit people there. They'll, they'll come from, from away or whatever and, and, and stop and visit and, and spend the day in Woodstock. So, My family and I just had the best time at the Best Western Plus St. John Hotel and Suites. I know. I was following your photos. Was that a king suite? Yeah. Two rooms? When you're traveling with kids, that is the dream. 
It, it really, really was amazing. We could just shut the door and let the kids put themselves to sleep just like we're at home. It's absolutely fantastic. But you know what was even better? The pool. Mm. You get to pre-book now your own space. So you're the only people in the pool. It was so amazing. Oh, that sounds fantastic. How do I get in on this action? <laughs> <laughs> Well, luckily for you, they're super active, like on their Facebook and on their Instagram, so you can follow along with them there. But you can also reserve your room anytime by just going to bestwestern.com. Yeah, it certainly is a, a fantastic location. I'm, that's when I came to know it was the last couple summers when our family's been traveling to Quebec and Ontario. And it's it, from Moncton, it's kind of the perfect spot because you've driven right. just far enough. You really do need a break. And there's just, there is so much. And there's, like you said, the, I think too that that idea of two rivers coming together just gives it such a unique feel. Yeah, and and you know when when you are in the downtown area where the rivers meet, I mean there is the farm market that's right there on the corner, so um, you get to see the local wares um, and produce. Um, or you could, you know, there's a couple restaurants that that are close by that you can, you know, enjoy a, an hour or so there. But what's interesting, too, is right where our rivers are is where our community college is. Um, so uh, with the exception of the wintertime, when it can be a little breezy down there, you know, we, we're, we're fortunate to have, uh, you know, a nice large parking lot for people, you know, to park their boats and, and, you know, whether it's your bass fishing, which is very, very popular here. We have uh, two to three tournaments a summer. They use our boat launch. Um, and... You know, we, we just, I guess, just realizing this summer, actually, and, and, and I'm guilty of it because, uh, you know, I, I've been here for 15 years, and this is practically the first summer that I actually go down to the waterfront and have lunch. Never really done that before because you're just so constantly moving and, and doing whatever. So so it's, it's really nice to see, see a lot of activity happening with, you know, just simple things, whether it's having lunch or, or fishing with, with a small child or or, you know, just exploring, uh, obviously the water is quite low. So we've had a lot of people exploring our shorelines, um, finding old artifacts from when the dam was built in 1967, you know, like those sorts of things. There's, there's remnants of old houses or, you know, just different things that they're finding along, along the way and sharing that with us. I can imagine that your farmer's market with, you said, being in the agriculture belt of New Brunswick, your farmer's market just must be spectacular. Yeah, yeah, we have, um, you know, obviously uh, we've, we've had the strawberry season um, kind of moving into, I'm not sure on the blueberry season, um, but then, you know, when we get into the... Um, the fall with uh, potatoes and squash and, and, and all those where so um, not only that farm market but and we have a couple other markets that are here in town um, we have one on Connell Street and then we have Strawberry Hill which is uh, an organic farm that's, right, um, yeah. that's up the river um, and then there's a few that are on the outskirts that have just opened up. Um, we have one probably in Quebec and one in, in uh, Jacksonville. So we have a lot of, of that happening this year too. A lot of people supporting local um, producers 
so that they've opened their businesses up and 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 you know it's always a good thing when you see that someone is sold out of something it's mm-hmm. it's 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 quite phenomenal actually it's not due to shortage it's just due to people are actually paying attention and 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 seeing what our what our local people are are up to one of the things that we've been talking a lot about with our guests this summer and with each other is that idea of what is it that stands out to you and makes you proud to call New Brunswick home? Oh, wow. Um, that's a loaded question. Um, when I ever went out of, out of the province, whether it was for business or, or for pleasure, it was always that feeling coming home. It's the calmness, um, the beauty. I mean, it, any season, um, whether it's the apple blossoms or the maple leaves changing or even the snow. I mean, everyone complains about our snow, but we have great winters. You know, we have great activities that, that communities put on, but it, it's, it's the easement. You know, I always say sometimes um, whatever the top story on the news is that we're so fortunate that that's, this is what we're discussing. We live in such a province that, whatever it is it's like that's really not a big deal but it's great because this is where we live and and we are safe and and we have lots of space and and obviously we've proven that this past year with with how well our province has done with this pandemic we may really be socially distancing because we really are social distancing because (laughs) of our rural communities but we, we did a great job. Um, we stuck together. Um, I, I feel that our, our provincial leaders um, did a phenomenal job. I mean, at one time, people used to shut down for whatever, but at 2 o'clock, everyone went online somewhere to see where the update was and how well we were doing and, and how we could help each other. So I think living in New Brunswick um, is just, you know, it, it is it's a great province. We, we have a little bit of everything and now we're actually realizing that we do have a little bit of everything. Absolutely. You're not wrong about any of that. I've been having so much fun this summer taking my kids everywhere I can possibly get them so that they can learn about their province. I don't want them to be these kids that grew up in the city and didn't get a chance to explore this giant province above them <laughs> that that is their that is their home. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know it's it's funny because there'd be times um, when when my boys uh, are were in the summertime or the wintertime playing, whether it was hockey or baseball, whatever they did, and you know, oh, I can't wait to get wherever. And I was always like, oh, I can't wait to get home because <laughs> you know you just and every time we come, I always try to take a, a side road or whatever instead of just focusing on on the you know the two-hour drive to on the four-lane highway um, just to kind of stop and see what other things you know are on the outskirts of town and and you know it's it's interesting to see I always compared us to when the four-lane went through that movie cars and uh, uh, route 66 and it's funny how we have come away from that whole four-lane highway way of thinking because now I notice especially here there's always um, there's a lot of traffic on on some of the back roads and they're not local people and I think it's just people are are starting to slow down and enjoy what what the scenery is around them or or what they could discover because you never know what you could find you you know Mm -hmm. you might find an antique place it's like where is where have they been how come they're not on Facebook (laughs) they're there 
and they've always been there and you know or or a little market where hey you pick potatoes up and you just drop your five dollars in the bucket and it's like wow this really does happen so it, it it's 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 fantastic that that we you know we do live in new brunswick and and you know i'm proud to say that that i i live in new brunswick Probably if you would have asked me that 30 years ago, I'd be like, oh, no, I can't wait to get out of here. But it, it's interesting because now we have people who are, who are moving home or, or want to call New Brunswick their home. Both of us. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that's such a good point, too, though, about just getting off the highway. I think so many people within New Brunswick and without have that image of the highway. And it's a beautiful, safe, wonderful highway that gets you there fast. But it is the most boring drive I've done in this entire country. I have been from Newfoundland to BC and driving through New Brunswick. You're just like, oh my God. There's like, there's not even a break in the trees. Yeah. Like there's no and, landmarks. You, no, you like, you, before just, if you were on the old highway, you'd be like, oh, well, I'm halfway there because there's so-and-so or there's such and such. Now it's like, oh, where am I? Yeah. What is yeah. happening? <laughs> yeah, but as soon as you get just even that little bit off, there's so much to see. And then if you get even further off, you say you discover these treasures that that's one of the most fun feelings too, of just like coming upon something. You're like, has anyone else ever done this? This is so fascinating. <laughs> Toby, before we go, how will people track down Woodstock? How can they get a hold of you guys and plan their trip? Um, well, one thing we have obviously is our website, www.town.woodstock.com dot nb dot ca and then of course we also have uh, different social medias we have um facebook twitter and instagram um but everything um you're looking for is on generally on our website um of course it has all the different departments there but if you go, go off to the left side of the menu you will see woodstock tourism and that's where you can pick up actually it's uh this is our, our new guide, which awesome. is great, has all the information in it. So you can either pick up a guide um, locally or you can go online and it's all right there in a PDF. Fantastic. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. We're so excited to come in and check out Woodstock ourselves. <laughs> great. I'd love to have you. So if you happen to be in the area, swing by and uh, and maybe I can give you a little tour or, or find someone who can... Uh, get you into Connell House to check out that stamp. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of our Staycation Summer Series. We have new episodes each Friday through the summer of 2020. Be sure to subscribe now so you don't miss any and go back and listen to the ones that you might have missed. If you have a hidden gem or favorite New Brunswick spot you'd love to share with our audience, let us know. Head to Pickle Planet Moncton's website to send us an email or find all our social channels. The Pickle Planet Podcast Staycation Summer Series is produced at the Podcast Hub check them out if you want to make your podcast dreams a reality.